Welcome everybody to Ray's Typical. Yeah. Uh, we have wonderful guests this week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want to yeah. Introduce them for me. So we this week we have uh, the great Tom Revy, uh, the president and CEO mm -hmm. of Philadelphia Tavon Company. I met Tom. I was calling him one day in the middle of a snowstorm, <laughs> and I said, Tom. Um, Hi, is this the president of Philadelphia Toboggan? He goes, yes, she is. And I said, do you answer your own phone? So that's how we became friends. Um, mm -hmm. He's been the president since 1991, um, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, we have the first call. Yeah. <laughs> Our home phone. Uh, I, I thought it was Joe Biden, but it wasn't. Why not? Okay, it's not. It's probably someone asking. Um, but I... Um, Wanted to let you know that Tom and I have been very good friends. We just went to IAPA, um, and he um, they make they have like roller coaster convention, and it's an amusement convention. Amusement mm -hmm. convention, and mm -hmm. it just there's many roller coaster companies there. We yeah. just yeah. happen to be the oldest. Mm -hmm. I yep, and then they also made the Phoenix and the Twister with the coaster cars. Yeah, and I talked about that at a school. Shout out to Holy Rosary. Yeah. Uh, they're amazing. Sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it. I also want to give a shout out to Janine. Please welcome Janine and Tom. Uh, Janine is uh, working at Philadelphia Tobacco Company, and she does a great job. Yeah, she's uh, also my daughter. Yes, <laughs> she has traveled many places with Tom. Um, she. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Because oh, yeah. we have, you know, in the company bed that we do, it's brothers, right? We spend yeah. a lot of time together. Oh yeah. So I'll, I'm sure I'll ask a question or two yeah. about. Lots Ladies and gentlemen, time. please welcome <laughs> Tom Ribby and Janine. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, so we always tend to start the show with the same two questions. Um, we find that that works out well. And so you go first. I'll ask my first. Sure. Go ahead. Um, so my favorite question to ask people is, what's something that makes you angry? I think, it's a great way. <laughs> uh, I think it's such a great way to get to know someone is, is what's something that like upsets you. Um, let's see, I would have to think, uh, bullies. Mm, yeah. They, mm. they upset me the most. Sure. Yeah. And I don't like uneven playing fields and stuff. Yeah. It's not fair when people are taking advantage of somebody that's down. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that really, Janine can tell you, it just yeah. ties me up the wall. Yeah. Junie, how about you? Um, well, bullies is a really good answer. Uh, but in the same realm, liars. Mm. 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 And someone you can't trust. Yeah. Right. Untrustworthy people. Yeah. Something that can really get under your skin. Yeah. And Ben and I have had the conversation, honesty is always the best policy, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, honesty. Like, we were, a couple of times we were out for dinner. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I sh I forget what we were talking about. There was one story we talked about. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I I can't recall either, but I I think it was something at the trade show that had happened, and maybe someone was just over exaggerating to you, mm -hmm. and so you were rela relaying that, and you said you were like, oh, I don't really. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. You know. Um. You don't want to. Maybe. Maybe it was with Gary. I said, Gary, you should do something different or something like that. Mm -hmm. I told him, um, you could just go in another hotel and 
get the free breakfast. And said, oh, that, no. That's what it was. We did have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah. I said, oh, I should do an honesty is key. So yeah, you can't do that. No, right? you can't do that. We well, we stayed at a hotel one time, Dan. Mm -hmm. There was no pool, and the hotel next to us had to swim. Right. Yeah, but that's different because they let you do that, right? <laughs> you asked them, and they yeah. said you could. Yeah, staying in one hotel and walking across the street mm -hmm. just to get the breakfast, uh, the free breakfast. Yeah. The other one. That's not something you want to get no. doing. No, definitely and not. Speaking of food, uh -huh. speaking of breakfast yeah, food, that's true. Good um, my taste buds are tasting right now. Uh -huh. What is your favorite restaurant to eat at, Tom? That's Ben's question. I just ask everybody. Engineering, engineering. Mm -hmm. Oh, geez. Uh, I don't have any one single one. Uh, I think uh, the one that uh, I lo we like to go to, it's up in Allentown. It's called Yule's Oyster House, but but it's not only steak food or seafood. They have steaks and uh, chicken, pork chops. Oh, we'll have so, to do but uh, they're very good. We we like going there. It's a good, yeah. good amount to choose from. Yeah, I don't really have a particular. Oh come on, you're favorite. a foodie. Well, that's the thing. My husband and I were big uh, foodies. We like to try different restaurants. Mm -hmm different genres yeah um but there are a couple spots down in center city that mm. are our go-to so i'll give a shout out to budokan it's <laughs> a of it. really nice asian fusion restaurant Ooh, down in uh, old city okay so not delicious. a big fan you don't like asian food man no I'm, i love american italian um <laughs> i like egg rolls it's, it's a good shout out for me though because i'm me and mom are big asian food uh, people, so yeah. we'll have to check it out. Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Always looking for a good place. And to you go. and you lived in Japan for six months. I did. So I did. Lived that's in part of Asian food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a whole different uh, type of food, but it's great. Oh yeah, my first experience going over there, I learned that all the different types of sushi there yep. is. I, I think in that week and a half period, I was there, I was seven to nine pounds <laughs> yep there you go there you go yeah i uh i joke all the time i was n not a fish fan my whole life i go over to japan and i ate more fish than I've, yeah. I've eaten anywhere and i i don't know i i said it's better over there i think it's because you know they catch it usually the same day you eat it so well there, to do with there, it. there's a good point we went to this one restaurant uh my interpreter took me out and uh, we're sitting at this long bar that curved around the uh the, the restaurant and we sit in it and it's all marble and they're serving up sushi and and i see the chef bring up this five gallon pail he reaches into it takes something out throws it down and smack onto the, the lower marble and i can see the tentacles just very slowly yep. stop moving then he takes another one out smack <laughs> that it goes and i'm watching the server the counter and he puts the lid back on the bucket, sits it down, and he starts pushing, slicing, dicing, and whatever, and rolls it up and puts it and slides it out on the marble in front of me. And I'm just sitting there staring, and I'm trying not to be that typical American who's sure. just like, I ain't eating that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I leaned over, I said, not to insult the chef, I said, but what is that? And my interpreter said, uh, well, uh, if the rabbit's on, that is... Uh, is a squid <laughs> and i said okay so it's squid i said why did he just smack it on the marble he says well he had to kill it <laughs> we like our squid very fresh and i said well tell you what 
I'm on a squid-free diet this week, so <laughs> you can have mine. Because I could have just imagined, if it be my luck, I would stick it in my mouth, mm-hmm. and one of them tentacles would come out and grab my lip, and, yep. it'd, be, and it'd be like alien all over <laughs> again. You know, so. It's like SpongeBob, or like Mr. It's like Mr. B. Remember Mr. B, the, yeah. the movie, when he wanted to eat those shellfishes? Yeah. And then Mr. B's holiday, and he put them in the purse. I don't remember that one. No. There was a scene in the movie. Oh, and Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean's holiday? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Now yeah, you know. No, there okay. was a scene. We love Mr. Bean. Yeah. Sam. Okay, okay. There was a scene in there where uh-huh. they had the shellfish, and he was see- eating all the... Oh, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He orders this big tray, and it came with some seafood he didn't want to eat and so he like the waiter's watching him and he goes like this <laughs> and he dumps it into his like napkin yeah. um, and then from there he dumps it into the woman's purse next yeah. to him <laughs> <laughs> yep um, that was my favorite scene <laughs> yeah Ben Susan Hartman just asked oh what's up Susan okay what is the Who's biggest that? roller coaster you designed for so there was someone watching right now named Susan just said Susan? what's the biggest roller coaster you've uh, designed Carts for Susan Hartman. Hmm. Well, Susan, uh, the voyage at uh, Holiday World in Santa Claus, Indiana. Mm-hmm. That uh, that's probably the one of the biggest ones that we're we're rolling on. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. The voyage has a fun story behind it of how it came to be. Mm. Uh, Will Cook, who was the president at Holiday World and owner CEO at the time, he really wanted to cater to the enthusiast company or company community so much like yourself Ben, big roller coaster Mm -hmm. enthusiasts and he just talked to folks in the park and at american coaster enthusiast events what's your dream wooden coaster what Mm. do you want to see how high do you want it to go how fast do you want it to go how many turns elements and the designing of that coaster was intense and it's it's one of the most intense wood coasters out there uh wow. it, it sits on the golden ticket top 10 regularly wow it's uh, a lot of people's favorites out there i need to go yeah funny thing about that was um even before the voyage came about i i, I get invited to uh, marine coaster enthusiasts um uh they're national convention or international convention i get invited to east coast or a no coast or you know so i get and i like to go and 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 chit chat and talk and tell stories and so but i I always like to open when i'm going to talk with a joke and i've done it several times and one of them and it's my favorite joke and i've tweaked it to fit this and essentially is i I start off with i had a dream last night (laughs) And I got up this morning and I had to think back about the dream. And the dream was I was walking down the beach and I found a genie bottle laying on the beach. And so I picked it up, cleaned it off. And when I did, this big genie appeared out of the bottle and told me he'd give me a wish. And I said, well, okay, well, let me think. I'm going to think. I'm going to think. Well, I'm a big skier. I love to go skiing. So I want my own road to go to, uh, or no, I, I, I said, I uh, yeah, I want my own road to uh, go to Switzerland so I can ski around the Matterhorn uh, whenever I feel like driving over to Europe. 
And he says, no. He says, you realize what it's going to take for the, <laughs> the steel, the macadam, and, the, and the, the, all the bridging, everything? He goes, no, pick a different tree. Pick a different I wish. I said, okay, well, let me think. Let me think. Okay, how about you build a wooden roller coaster that every roller coaster enthusiast in the world will fall in love with immediately and will just name that the top one roller coaster in the world. And with that, the genie looked at me and said, uh, so do you want a two-lane or a four-lane highway? <laughs> I don't, what? That's so Because one would be easier to do than the other. Oh, that's a good idea. I love oh. it. I love it. That's no. so good. That's so good. Um, I have a question. Yeah. You can tie it in with that since yeah, we're sure. talking about coasters now. Um, my dream is to build a amuse energy world theme park <laughs> um someday i mean i i mean with energy one taken off i think someday uh-huh. when we get lots of million dollars theme park. <laughs> i would love to have a theme park okay. and i would love to add a wooden coaster mm-hmm. um and put it under the philadelphia toboggan company we'll definitely know who to call right if we get to that point yep Mm-hmm. Yep, you know who to call. Oh yeah. So okay. I'd love to. I'm gonna search for land and. Um, um, yeah, sometimes I think I feel like the genie. Like I have to say no to some of the wishes, you know, with Ben. <laughs> so do you, I think it's gonna happen, Dan. Because uh, it's it's a little out of our uh, our our core values, but you know we could maybe do it. Like welcome to be the one coach. Yeah, yeah. I think like you know like Walt Disney, right? Like every making every movies, park should have a tr- train. And, and he decided to make a theme park, right? So welcome to be. The one coaster. <laughs> it all started with one man's dream. That's yeah. So what yeah. the Disney slogan is. You're so. right. Exactly. Ben's got a lot of those, right? And I do know a friend of mine, Tower Coin. He, mm-hmm. I can call him up and say, "Hey, can you design this for our company?" Would he do it? He would. <laughs> I would talk to him into it. Uh, well, that Ben will say is a good segue. Um, and we talked about it a little bit when you first came in, but I wanted to ask, like, what it was like going from just working at the because it was at the time, right? It was the Toboggan Company, and now it's Toboggan Coasters. Correct. Um, so, like, what was it like to just? And you said it was just your life, but you know, you kind of worked your way up to now where you are. I didn't plan any of this. Sure. And. I've said it from the, the, the first day that I came to work at Philadelphia Toboggan, um, I'm just here till I find a better job. Mm. And it's now 45 years. And wow. I'm still looking for a better job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I worked next door at a, uh, a uh, tile factory that made bathroom tile. I mean, clean tile, carry tile, uh, uh, box tile, uh, push tile, you know, mm-hmm. just everything. I, I really hate bathroom tile. <laughs> I, did, I did it for four years while I went to school at night. And and, uh, and I just, one day I was, at the, and I walked into firehouse and I was just grumbled to myself about how much I hate the job. And a friend of mine said, well, you ought to come work where I do. And I'm like, well, you make pinball machines. What, what can I do there? And he goes, no, nah, I make skee-ball alleys. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, well, that's a little different then. And he goes, well, a guy retired in the roller coaster department, and uh, they're going to fill the spot. You know, So I went the next day and applied for, you know, went in, told the general manager that I'd like to apply for a job. And, yeah, we're not... You know, we're not uh, looking to hire right now. It's uh, not a real busy time of year. And I said, all right, fine. And long story short is I kept going back, and then uh, I stopped going. And then they offered me a job. And uh, I I left the job making 
uh, back in 1977, $4.55 an hour to $4.25 an hour. Wow. So I I took a pay cut just to do something different. Yeah. And what they had shown me was, you know, you'll be doing this, you'll be doing that, you'll be helping. So I started out just sitting on a drill press, drilling holes in the floorboards of roller coaster cards. And they gave me this pallet. It was, you know, it's just a big pallet of wood, different size boards, and how to set it up. And they had a blueprint of everything. And they said, uh, here you go. And the pallet was, you know, like four by four but, and probably about five foot tall with all the wood. And I got about three days into it and half the pile, maybe a little more than half the pile because there were so many pieces of wood. And I'm thinking, why did I leave the tile? Why did I? St- <laughs> why am I sitting here doing this? I should have gone. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You hated getting dirty and mm. and filthy and just being you know, in bathroom tile. I think I'll stick it out here. And so I stayed. And the next thing I know, it was okay. We're going to have you over here. We're going to show you. And I worked with uh, another guy in a department and. Uh, I started learning how to read the blueprints, started learning how to make all the components for the cars and how to set the wheels and the bearings and how to uh, put the wheels on, on the chassis and how to, how to build the chassis and put the wheels on them and all the parts that go with it. And then we flip it over and then we're putting the upper halves on it. And, and nine months later, they offered me foreman's position and I was like, Okay, well, you, that sounds like a interesting. Yeah, and I got, I got a raise, so now I'll make it like four seventy five an hour. Yeah, right, right. And I'm thinking, I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty good now. And one thing led to another. I just, you know, I, yeah, we need, we have a troubleshooting. And my old boss, Sam High, I'd love the guy dearly. I still do. I see, I see him every day because I have his picture hanging in my office. Love it. And. uh he comes out one day and he says, uh, what are you working on? I said, well, I'm making parts. And he goes, all right. He says, how about driving up to Dorney Park uh, up in Allentown? He says, they're having an issue and it, the cars are doing something. And, and I, they don't know. See, we can go figure it out. So I went up there and I'm, I'm riding this roller coaster all day long. And people are getting on and then they're getting on. Then they're getting on a couple hours later. They're thinking, weren't you on here earlier today? Are you going for the world's record? And <laughs> like, no, this is my job. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. And I had figured it out by then. But Sam always told me and said, don't. When I called him and told him, he said, don't say anything. You don't want to embarrass the park. Yeah, sure. Give us some time. So... I just sat there and rode the coaster. I <laughs> uh, went and had lunch with the maintenance staff. I went and got ice oh, cream. Oh, they're very fun, the you maintenance know, staff. It, one of them just retired, oh, I think. There you Rebecca, go. Becca, I think, or I forget her name, but she was on the maintenance staff at Dorney. Okay. Okay. Brittany? I think it was, she was like an older woman. I oh, that's not Brittany, then. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. So I, one, th- you know, yeah. one thing led to another where I just, you know, next thing I you know, he's sending me out to troubleshoot jobs. Right. And... and uh, I, whatever he gave me, I I just took it on, and then I came in one day. I I was out for two days with an inner ear thing, and I came in, and they're like, "Oh, did you hear what happened?" I'm like, "No, what?" And they said, "Sam sold ski ball, and wow. you're the only employee with Philadelphia toboggan now, uh, but they have a job for you in ski ball." And I, I was like, "Wow, okay." So Sam came in and he walked, came back to my where my desk was, and he said, uh, "So I guess you heard." And I say, "I know." He goes, "Well, he said uh, 
I really need somebody to stick it out with me with toboggan. And he says, I need the parts made and as a courtesy to the, the parks that are out there. So I like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll stick with you. And, and uh, Ski Wall was in the building for another five, six years, something like that. Then they built their own, own facility right over here in Chalfont. Mm. And uh, or New Britain Township, I should say. Wow, I didn't and, know that. <laughs> and uh, so they they moved out of the building, and by that time, it, it didn't have, I mean that was like eighty four that happened, and then or eighty five. And well, and anyways, and late, and, you know, like eighty six, we started getting busy again. So we started hiring on people, and next thing you know, Sam said, "Well, you know, shop foreman, when you know we go to a trade show, shop foreman is." Let's, let's just give you general manager title and you, you're doing i was doing the purchasing i was doing the yeah i was doing the hiring the the you know what health insurance to get and, <laughs> and i would present it to him and i was just kept doing the job at whatever he threw at me Dang. and uh it wasn't a matter of something you know, like I, magical like oh you, you know the king of toboggan or something yeah right <laughs> i just i just took it on and um mm-hmm. um just one day he comes in and, and it was on a Tuesday and because I know because I was going to play racquetball and Tuesdays usually when I caught up with all the POs and they were all hand, handwritten then there was no wow. computer wow. oh gosh so I was, was it like DOS Imagine. because I love DOS yeah I know DOS is a very <laughs> all handwritten it was the only computer. Yeah. oh my gosh it was like a typewriter yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so he came in and I was going to play racquetball and he just put his Coke on my desk and then put his feet up on the corner of my desk, which he'd never done before. And, and I thought, well, this is very strange. What's going on here? And, and he said, look, he says, I'm tired. I'm doing this for 30 years and I want to retire and I'd like you to buy the company or I'm just going to close it. And wow. I, I, I still remember sitting there thinking, what did he just say? Yeah. What, what's he talking about? And I said, you, you're going to do what? And he goes, I want to retire. I want to play with my grandkids. I want to travel the country with my antique cars and my, my motor home and go to antique car events. And uh, I want you to buy it. Uh, otherwise, I'll just close it. Wow. And this is where that opportunity knocking thing mm. my mom told me about all the time. So mm. I was like, all right, I'm going to make it work. Yeah. And so... We that night before Thanksgiving, uh, we are there. We are in Norristown, and at the uh, the the, the uh, law firm, uh, his law firm's office, with my attorney, and wow, and uh, signed off all the papers. And of course, by the time I got back to the shop to the shop in the office, and I'm thinking, I'm sure I'm going to be living out of a shopping cart by next week. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it just, yeah. that kind of stuff just start, starts on you. But, yeah, you know, it just, I took it on. It wasn't anything that I planned. It was, it was never my plan. I, yeah. I remember one guy in particular, they, they had Toboggan, who he, he said something to me one time. And I said, well, you know, I enjoy doing this. And he goes, ah, oh, you're a lifer. I said, no, I'm, I'm looking for something else. I'm, I'm just, I'm sure there's a better job out there. <laughs> yeah. And here I am, 45 years later. So right, that's, right. That's the long and short of it. So it yeah. I have a question. Yes, Ben. So if, I don't want to be rude, but yeah. if you were to retire, who would take over your spot? Oh, 
<laughs> I was thinking Janine. Yeah. I was thinking. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a hard question, I'm sure. No, no, no. I, I, didn't, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, yeah. it was stuck in my brain, but I didn't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, that's a very good question, Ben. Yes. Uh, Janine, uh, I'm not going to tell you how she came to work for the company. I mean, she did stuff for me, like summer, instead of having a summer job at the swimming pool or something sure. like that. Uh, she would come work for me, and, uh, you know, that that way uh, she could do, she had color guards, and she was able to uh, do that when when she was in high school. And um, But she was doing things for me around the office, and, um, but when she graduated, getting ready to graduate college, so, uh, the, the discussion came up from what are you going to do? And mm-hmm. um, so I said, well, come work. I said, look, I got a lot of stuff, filing stuff that I have to catch up on that I'm really behind on. And, and, you, and you're, you, you can be my little tech buddy <laughs> help figure out why I can't turn my phone on in the morning. And, uh, you know, just come, come in. And it's now going on. 12 years. Wow. Time. 12 years. Wow. And, and essentially, she's doing the same thing or saying the same thing I did. So it's, I'm only here until I find a better job. Yeah. So, wow. I, mean, she, I think you'd be a great, great CEO. next president. Next yes. President. Yes. <laughs> and then you'll have to hang my picture on your wall, right? Yeah. There you go, man. I need Tom Rebby's in my room. You do. That's we true. have to get you his headshot. That's true. We've so you about have that. my picture hanging on your wall. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. No, it's fine. I have, I have um, Joel Mammy's. I have Rob Decker's. I have Matt Almond, CEO. I have Chick Fil A CEO on my wall. Roger Goodell, mm-hmm. uh, TGI Fridays on my wall. Then uh-huh. uh, somebody said that you should take over. <laughs> I don't know if he's got the qualifications, but he, do he's I have the, the qualifications, the passion, Tom? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got the enthusiasm. Uh huh. Yep, he's definitely got that for sure. Um, I think Dan should take over. Dan does great in finances. Uh, well, I don't know about that. I'm I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. That's that's kind of where I fall. Um, I I love practicing many different things. We used to joke when I was a kid. I I uh, would play a sport, and then mom would say, you know, are you ready to go play basketball again? I said, I'm already did that. I did that last year. I did that for every sport. I played it once, and then I was done. Um, you you just go like sports, sports. sports. <laughs> yeah, now I'm not a huge fan. Um, and the other thing, you know, it's not just me. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I bought the company, but it's not just me. I mean, we have a g- good team. We have a real good team and good support uh, from the staff. And one of them's actually on. She just hi, said Brenda. hi. Hi, Brenda. I miss you. Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> she works at the Boggin Company. Yeah. Yes, Brenda is uh, very nice. Mm. Very, very nice. She has some of the autism. Uh, shout out to Corey. Love you, Corey. You're the man. There you go. Brenda also has the patience to teach dogs hand mm. signs. Wow. And yes, deaf dog sign language. Wow. It's amazing wow. to think about. So Yeah. Yeah, definitely shout out to Brenda then. Yes, yes. Um, but no, I think I think you're so right, right? It's, it's a it's a team thing, right? It's not one yeah. person. Yeah, and everybody on the staff, uh, in one, one which one shape or shape or another, I've got it a personal background with too and it's not a matter of you know like oh yeah yeah you know, your buddies this and that no they they do a good job and um 
you know, right, you know, starting, you know, with Janine and uh, our GM, Phil. Uh, and I'm that was a great guy. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell Phil in my history uh, <laughs> all the way back to when he was 13 years old. So, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's just a matter of having a good support staff. And and there have been the, the clunkers that have come to work there and mm. think that, they can get away with stuff, but you know, sure. no, it's too. We're too small of a company and mm. to, to to miss that. If you want to do that kind of stuff, go work for a big corporation yeah. where you can right. just melt into the pot and disappear. But with us, you know, yeah, we can pretty much yeah pick, it, pick and pick it out and pick them out that uh, mm. that really don't have their their heart into doing mm. the job. And building what we do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I tease Ben all okay. the time. Um, when all three brothers lived here at the same time, it was easy to say, I, uh, the bathroom's not dirty because of me, right? It's, it's someone else. Now that it's just me and Ben, right? We know it's one of us. So it's you me. Can't, you can't, you, <laughs> right? You can't, uh, when you're a smaller group, you can't really pass the buck to anybody. Um, or it's easy to see who's trying to pass the buck. So, it, Okay. What were you going to say, Ben? I was going to say um, question three, but you yeah, can go no, ahead, Tom. Fine, I didn't know you were ready. All right. I heard a story that you guys used to own skee-ball. Me and my family love skee-ball. My dad is a king of skee-ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. He just... He's very good at it. He's very talented. Um, he, like, hits the hundreds all the time. Like, when I was at an app, I hit the hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used to go because they would go to the um, boardwalk every every summer, and um, they, I think I think he would tell us that it was ten cent ski ball at the time. Julian's right. arcade. Yeah, and, and so he, he also go t- goes to Chuck E. Cheese. All the time. He, you told me a story. You went to Chuck E. Cheese and you played one time, and they said, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, I, uh, I I I can tell you a story about. It. Yes, Toboggan used to own ski ball. They were sold in. 85, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 84, 85. And uh, yeah, was, so back in the 80s, when during the summertime, when roller coaster, when we were slow in, in the roller coaster department, and I was just building parts and inventory, uh, my guys would normally get farmed out to two jobs in ski mm-hmm. ball. So one, one year, <laughs> The chief engineer of Toboggan Ski Ball came out and says, what are you working on? And I said, well, I'm just making parts and inventory. And uh, he says, all right. And with that, they wheel a ski ball machine, set it all up, <laughs> turn it on, and fire it up and turn it on. And he goes, play this until we tell you to stop. <laughs> so I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, we're working on a new digital uh, printout or uh, readout, and, uh, and we need somebody to play this just play it all day long until either it breaks uh, <laughs> or the end of the day and go home. I, said, well, I don't remember this. I said, well, you want me to, what do you want me to do tomorrow? Just play it. Just play it till we tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I ended up playing the skee-ball machine for about a week and a half to two weeks. And and the chief engineer, uh, Noli Janata, he was, he was just a fascinating guy to talk to. He came out one day and he says, you're playing it wrong. I'm throwing the ball straight up the alley. And he goes, you're playing it wrong. Let me show you how you do it. And he's throwing these, hitting the corner where the hop is and popping him, dropping him in the 50. He rolled a 450 game without even warming up. Dang. And I'm standing there going, 
okay. I see. <laughs> I see. I see. So I learned how to do that. Hit yeah. There. And I usually don't go for the 50. I usually go for the 40. So I don't make, I've only did one, 450 one time. So one year for Christmas, I end up buying, you know, I get a hold of ski ball and I end up buying a machine and we put it in the basement. And so Gene grew up pretty much oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> with the machine in the basement. But on the weekends that her mom had to work, uh, which she was a cardiac nurse uh, and, and uh, she worked midnight shift, mm. I would get Janine out of the house and we'd go do something someplace. And uh, one of the things was we'd go down to Chuck E. Cheese. And <laughs> she, she would just sit there on the end of the machine next to us and she would just kept keep putting the tokens in and the tickets would just keep <laughs> spewing out and she put the next token in. And finally, the guy that works here comes walking up and goes, you work for Ski Ball, don't you? <laughs> I said, no, I don't work for Ski Ball. Yes, you do. Oh, but the honesty is oh, key. Yes, you do. You work for Ski Ball because Ski Ball people come in here and they throw that ball and they hit right there in that hop. They know where to hit that thing. You work for Ski No, I don't. I've never worked for Ski Ball. And he just looks at me and I said... But we own the company, and I, and I play ski ball at work almost every day. So, yeah, that's my I love it ski ball story. That's happened. That happened a couple summers where they come and say, "Here, play this till it breaks." And I say, "Okay, man, uh, that's great." I you know dad I, would love that, right? Dad would love. You know what my dad would love a ski ball machine right in our house. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, we've talked about it a couple times. I think that's uh, maybe a retirement gift for dad when he finally <laughs> retires. Yeah, we'll uh, get him a oh, ski ball machine. Yeah, that'd be great. In the background all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to come over to your house. So I have to bring my dad and maybe her play. Oh, maybe they have ha- they have ski ball in their basement. Yeah. Yep. Still have it to this day. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. I yeah, love so it. we'll have to. You can't invite yourself over to people's houses. Nah, right, nah, that's all right. yeah. <laughs> I just get excited. That's Ben's favorite thing to do is to make plans at someone else's location. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just get excited. Hey, that's how we get to all of the speaking gigs. That's too. true. That's you very true. You should have me in. You're right. You're right. Great selling point. Yeah, <laughs> when we were at, um, uh, I guess it was Burcadia, right? We're yeah. speaking at Burcadia, yeah. and the book had just come out. Um, ben told everybody, you got to buy it. You have to buy the book. have to buy the book. And uh, I'm in the back, and you know, I'm like, guys, you don't have to. To buy it, and the woman in front of me is like, "Ben's a better salesman than you, right?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah he is. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's been a great journey. Yeah. Um, we were just a Chick Fil A last week. We were, we were. You're right. Um, no, I was going to say something about that. Actually, interesting segue. Um, the guy who started Chick Fil A, so it's a family company. It's right. been, I think, there's only been three CEOs, and it's now the third generation um, yeah. of owners. But um, uh, Truett Kelly. Truett Kathy. Kathy. I keep saying Kelly. Yes, thank you. Truett Kathy. Truett Kathy. Uh, he started Chick-fil-A. But he had a similar moment where um, he built their corporate headquarters, and it was the most he'd ever spent on anything. Um, and he talks about the fact that he's like, I think I just made the worst mistake ever. Like he, It's very similar to, like, I'm going to be living in a shopping cart situation where he's like, I don't know if I should have done this. Um but that was the turning point for him where they really kind of went into this bigger area of success mm-hmm. in that, that uh, challenging moment of, should I have made this choice? Um, so when you were saying that earlier about when you bought the company, the Wagen company, it's um, really, it was very interesting. And there was one cool story about Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's menus to this day. There's four menus left, mm-hmm. and if you had those menus, you get a chicken sandwich for sixty four cents, and then yeah. fries for like a f- nickel. Yeah. So the his like original restaurant 
Um, Call it the Dwarf House. Yeah, they have like each menu was stamped, and so there's four that still exist. And if you show up to any Chick Fil A with that menu, you can pay that menu price for the items. Um, wow. And so yeah, I think it was sixty four cents for a chicken sandwich and like yeah. a nickel for French fries. <laughs> um, but. Total side note. Um, back more on topic to coasters. Ben was wondering, and he's asking me today, um, when does most maintenance happen on coasters? Is that like off season or right just any time? Yeah. Yeah. Right now from October to May mm. is the parks are down. They're shut down. Uh, and they, uh, you know, they're tearing down all the rides. Um, and the un- unfortunate thing is, is and but fortunate for us, mm is that uh, the parks that are shut down, they're maintenance staff. They're trying to hire people, but people just don't want to come mm-hmm. out and apply for jobs. And they, um, uh, so they, the easiest thing was they contacted us and said, can you do our winter overhaul for us? And yeah, no problem. So this is the busiest time of the year mm-hmm. for us. So come May, we start getting slower and, uh, and when we have a real good season, we get a lot of things done around the building. And uh, one summer, we painted all the walls. Mm. I like the walls, the police car stuff. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that that's a different story on the on the outside mm. of the building. That that's that's <laughs> a strange story. Uh, but the interior. I mean, for twenty years, mm. we were looking at just white walls and yeah. slowly they get grime over the time sure so we just spent one summer just washing every single wall down wow. and, and when, when they weren't washing that wall it was drying and they were uh then painting on and started every department got to pick their own colors and wow cool uh paint their own and then you know we had if you go through our plant we have designated aisleways for the forklift and uh we even i i even asked somebody somebody in in one of our safety meetings, I said, you know what? Every department should have its own little saying. Mm. So I want you guys to come up with something to say about your department mm. and uh, what it is. You know, and just just have one sentence to whatever you want to put up there. And uh, you know, I said, and I turned to our woodshop guy. I said, Ed, what would you say about the woodshop? And he just, without even hesitating or blinking, <laughs> he just sits there and he goes, "We're cut above." <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, so if you go around, there's all these, mm-hmm. as we call them, Easter eggs hiding up on the wall. I love it. They're very punny. That's yes. so cool. Yes. Kind of like Pixar. Pixar has the Easter eggs. Like there's different movies in there. It's like, oh, there's a Finding Mimo toy in oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Pizza Planet truck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, oh, that's good, though. That that sense of camaraderie, too, around your It was a great team building yeah. activity. I, I like that. We laughed a lot in that yeah. thing and we have a big whiteboard in the conference room i've seen that where you, you go oh yeah, yeah where, where are we supposed to go yep. next so and we don't tom do- just went to town and as people put stuff out there so it was yeah. a lot of fun i like to tell people that i create chaos and she organizes it for <laughs> us. and i came in one day and i uh it was at lunch, and I closed the lunch, the, uh, the conference room door, and I said, do you know what this is? And I pull out a plastic Easter egg, the type that you, comes apart, mm. and you can put candies or jelly yeah, yeah, beans yeah. in. Okay. So we've all had those growing up. And I said, do you know what this is? And she goes, it's a plastic Easter egg. I said, I know. And I got 
70 of them. <laughs> she oh goes, what are you I said, I bought them at CVS this morning. Oh, gosh. A couple bags of them. Let's have some fun with the guys. And with that, the two of us started coming up with different prizes you could win. Mm. Like a, a day off would pay. Yeah. Uh, that, was one, that was one of the big ones. Uh, what are some of the other ones? Huh? Uh, a gift card to either Wawa for gas or food. Sure. Um, a new screwdriver set. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Movie Just gift card. You know, enough prizes that everybody could win something twice mm. and uh and yeah we went around the shop and love hit we easter hit eggs <laughs> in the yes. after everybody went home <laughs> yeah, well, after everybody went home and it was the day before a safety meeting and we were a month out away from easter and so the two of us were out like little kids skipping <laughs> around the shop, hiding these eggs in different ways. Oh. And, we made and then them. taking pictures of where mm. they all were. That's, that's so. very smart. <laughs> but we, yeah. but we didn't know what was yeah. in the egg because we, we just put a number in there. Mm. And then we came and Janine had it all set up on short and we didn't know what was in any of the eggs. And we didn't hide them out of sight. They were hidden, mm. but they blended in with the color background. Sure. They, you know, or just nothing was hidden. They were just hidden in plain sight. Sure. So the next day we have our safety meeting and we go through all the regular stuff. And at the end of it, we're sitting there and, and anybody got anything to bring up? Okay, this and that. And that, that, that. Good idea. Let's do that. And I said, now, does anybody know what this is? And I tossed one of those plastic eggs on the table. And everybody's looking at it, and they're looking around at each other and looking at me, and they're going, it's a plastic Love Easter it. egg. And so we told them what we're doing and what we were going to do with it. And they're all like, oh, it's kind of silly, kind of, you know. Like, you know like, uh, they're keeping it cool on the yeah, outside, right, right. but on the inside. So the moment, you know, okay, safety meeting's over. Okay, you guys, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, I'll see you around the shop. So the moment they're out the door, her and I are packing up our notebooks and stuff. I hear a knock on the door, and there's one of the guys. He goes, got one. It wasn't five <laughs> minutes. And he's like, I got one. And it's like, okay. So oh, hang on to it. Yeah, hang right. on to it, and we'll open them up the the, uh, the uh, Friday or th Thursday before Easter. And so... Sure enough, we brought everybody in at the end of the day, and everybody sat there and, and okay, who's got number? And they, I love it. And so it was fun, and and we've done that ever since, except oh, for that dang. that COVID thing. Yeah, oh, that really oh, ruined yeah. the Easter egg hunt. So yeah. there's a uh, golden egg. That's the uh, the one like the top eggs. prize. Okay, yeah. okay. The first year that we did the hunt. It took them nearly until the day wow. before the cash-in day yeah. to find it, and it was it was pretty funny. It was in a rain slicker jacket. Wow! For, we have it for the it, guys. It was in the hood. Oh, okay. So it wasn't okay. hidden, but it blended just perfectly. Yeah, nice. right. That's good. And then you get, and then the thing was, is like I'd I'd be walking around every week, handing out paychecks. How you doing? How's your mom? How's your aunt? How's it? You know, just chatting with the guys like I normally do and and uh, I'd ask each one of them I go so uh, did you find your tank and then you know one guy would just say no, I'm not even looking <laughs> and really you're not even looking and he just looks at me and I go how many did you find? He goes, oh, I'm not even looking. It turned out he had like four. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 
it, it, you know, everybody's just trying to play cool. Uh-huh. And then, then it got to the point where you know, one guy, he, he, it was like catching and finding him. And he would spend lunchtime walking around eating his sandwich, <laughs> just looking everywhere with this. <laughs> So the next year we had to change the rules a little bit. You were only allowed to win two. Yeah. And but you could take it out, look at the number, go, hmm, I wonder if that's a good witch or a mm. bad witch. And you could either put it back yeah. and, or find another one and put it in its place. Yeah. Or trade it off with somebody else. Maybe you got a better egg than somebody. So it's kind of like the white elephant game. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah exactly. Christmas. So grandma mm-hmm. Canice when we were kids, she said, all right, we're going to do an egg hunt. Mm-hmm. She dragged us in until we were teenagers to adults. Yeah, we had a problem where our, our like, the age gaps in our family. So our youngest cousin, when our oldest cousin was 20, our youngest cousin was, I think, 10 or 8. And so... Um, for our oldest cousin, right, Easter eggs kind of done, but the eight, 10 year old wants to have Easter eggs. So we always had these like kind of debates for like, when do we stop? Like, do we wait? And so I think that's what you're thinking about, right? Yeah. And I'm glad we stopped it. I mean, it's much easier not to, you didn't like finding Easter eggs. I mean, when I have kids, uh-huh. we will, we will. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I think the key there, like like you're saying, is even the people that are trying to play it cool, they're the people that found four eggs, mm. right? Like everyone who's like, oh, I'm not I'm not looking, like they're the ones that want to look the most, you know. And I'm glad that you said that you limited it, because the first thing I thought of when you said that was I would be finding eight eggs, like I would just be looking all 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 yeah, day. And bartering, yeah. like, who wants an egg? Yeah. What are you willing to get paid yeah, for right, it? Right. <laughs> you want you know what's funny? I, hmm. Christmas is on a Sunday mm-hmm. and Easter is on a Sunday. So mm-hmm. I wish Christmas every year was on a Sunday. Why is that? So we can have fun. And <laughs> what? Why, why is it only fun on a Sunday? Because it's it, it's a good day for Jesus. Oh, okay. Get it? Get it? Gotcha. Ah. Gotcha. So, uh, Ben, you were just with the yeah. Philadelphia uh, to toboggan yeah. coaster. Thank you so much for um, the, uh, for everything. That was amazing. Where were you? In Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. I met so many amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, handed out a lot of business cards. <laughs> yes. no, ben. Those people met you. Yeah, <laughs> yep. They're ama- you're amazing. Oh yeah. I oh, I've yeah. got a lot of interviews. We even got one speaking gig out of it. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty. Yeah. yeah, we just talked to them today. We're gonna go to South Carolina. Um, but you, you, yeah. had, you just had to be there. I mean, Ben would keep coming back to the booth, and he says. I'm out of business cards. I need <laughs> business cards. I got to call my mom and get business cards. And I'm like, how many cards did you hand out? And he goes, I don't know. I did, so them. Aunt Kathy, shout out to Aunt Kathy, went to Denny's. Mm-hmm. And she said, all right, we'll go to St. Cloud. We'll go pick up business cards at Staples. And her <laughs> and Uncle George drove. Picks them up. Picks them up. Classic Aunt Kathy. I said all the time. Ben was the, a rock star. The biggest thing for our company is that Ben Ben's natural ability to network, right? Oh yeah. And so I, I'm sure it's the same thing for you. You know, you joke about finding a better job, but like clearly you're well suited to what you're doing, um, and you wouldn't keep doing it if you hated it, right? I assume. You're right um, there. You right. Have to, you have to assume that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the amazing thing with when when. Ben and your mom came to our office and we were, because uh, I had sold Ben on Channel 29 and, and the morning show. And uh, 
I was like, I, it's Ben. I know Ben. You know, it's I'm actually going to be on B101 on Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And what's January 13th? Oh, oh. What's January 13th, Ben? Can I say it, Dan? You can say that. Can I? Well, am I allowed to you make? You can say what you're allowed to say, but you can't say any other, anything other than that. Okay. Okay. So I do have a big announcement, <laughs> <laughs> but I cannot tell you what happens. Uh-huh. But I was in the. I am in the audience of The Price Is Right. I did my solo trip to California, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you what happens until January 13th. Mm-hmm. So find out January 13th, Facebook. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You just have uh-huh. to tune in. Set uh, your wait, DVR. Wait. 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 <laughs> Maybe something a little more cheerful. I know, I know. Um, but so, so yeah, being at the show with uh, with, uh, with inviting Ben down and mm. come along as our guest, and it it was just something I it, I thought Ben should experience this. Mm. He should he should really see how big this show is and. You know, they, they just experience, and when you're a first timer at the show, I can always tell because they're walking around with their mouth open and they're mm. pointing all different directions. But Ben, he just took it in stride and took off, and and uh, we came back from dinner one night, and we all decided, well, let's go down to the little cafe uh, inside the hotel, and we met people from Jim Thorpe, and we, uh, well, we met people, the, the two realtor ladies from Shalvon. Uh, uh, and, uh, Abington. Abington. Mm-hmm. And their office is in Shalfon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, we're standing in line, and everybody's like, oh, I'm going to try. And Ben loves to taste and try. So <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try. And uh, I said, well, why don't we let these girls go ahead of us? And they're like, oh, that's okay. And Ben, of course, turns around. And he says, introduce himself and says i'm you know we're from uh, philadelphia and uh, and they're like well we're from abington you know, and it's like really well yeah we're here for a realtors convention and i, I janine remembers exactly what she wrote and how she wrote it but we ended up talking to these two they were in fashion and just mesmerized by mm. you know, the story ben was telling them about growing up and then i it, we're going to close this when we close this off, I'm going to tell you something special. Yeah. But anyways, Janine read on this one woman's was webpage the next day. Oh, um, well, this was a different realtor. Yeah. Again, so him just making connections. So sure. yeah, the two the two ladies at the gelato <laughs> stand. Uh, th- we talked to them for about an hour, uh, and that was great, but. I think Ben had you spoken at one of the yes, it was woman's. Copper Beach. Yes, okay. her their kids go to Copper kids. Beach, and I said, "Oh my gosh, I know Mrs. Rogers." Yes, <laughs> so Ben was already somewhat connected into mm. their lives, um, but there was another woman that I just met. Yeah. Yep, at the hotel lobby, who was there for the realtor convention. She is from South Carolina, and she wrote this beautiful Facebook post mm. and tagged Ben in that because, of course, when you're going to meet Ben, he's also going to tell yeah, you where right. to find yep. him on Facebook. Yep. And she made this beautiful post about how she had a great time at her realtor conference of why she was there in Orlando, but her biggest takeaway from her conference was meeting a stranger in the hotel lobby (laughs) and ordered, ordered the book. Yeah. And wow. You know, she was just, 
he's magnetic yeah you know charismatic that's what i've learned yeah no it's so true um everywhere we go i'm always surprised by the people that come up and will talk to us afterwards and that's such a big guy he's fast yeah oh yeah yeah we turn around and go where'd he go now (laughs) so i gotta tell you this story tom Uh i'm sorry we'll talk about orando but we were in the airport eating at tg no uh Ruby Tuesdays, and I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to people, and I'm like, oh, my grandson has autism, and mm-hmm. and we were eating there, and then she comes up, and she goes, I want you to say hi to my grandson, and we just talked. Oh, yeah, right. You talked to her grandson? Yeah, she was FaceTiming. Oh, wow. And uh, with her daughter, yeah. who was the mother of her grandson. Wow. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that, you know, I think that's the biggest thing when, when Ben goes and, and speaks somewhere is his... Like desire to be, and, and just I guess not even desire, just him being genuine, right? He's just genuinely himself yeah. all the time. Um, and I think sometimes when, especially I think at like I've been to a couple conventions, something as big as that, the Toy um, Fair in New York. Yeah, I went with Ben to the Toy Fair in New York. Um, yeah, that, oh man, yeah, that was crazy before COVID. It was it was the year before COVID, and um, there was a guy that you know, Anthony, who, his name was Anthony. He made a game. He made a game, but he didn't like big social events and so he said ben can you go for me um and so ben was at their table and i like that was crazy it was like you know three three stories and madness but oh oh, yeah yeah it was crazy like it was so funny because i think about now and i'm like with covid like it was weird to think about how all of that happened and you know and then covid was right after it but um the I feel like some people right who go to conventions maybe uh, kind of put on the like convention hat and are like able to be this like really energetic bubbly person the representative yeah right right exactly mm-hmm. um, but Ben's that all the time like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's just Ben like there's no hat it's just who he is and I think people can kind of see that they can really see that funny genuine. story I'm at the show for mm-hmm. and I met this guy um, I was doing like one of those video game things mm-hmm. and. He does like autism. I called him today and he goes, oh, I didn't have your number saved, but we were chatting. He said, I really loved your energy and I really loved what you're doing. His name's Andrew. I still have his business. I have these business cards on top of my... my He's got a big stack over there in the conference. So we chatted and he's like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to bring you in to speak in Orlando for your coaster. Yeah, I think, but the reason that I brought it up was yeah. I wanted to thank you guys for bringing Ben to the conference. That was our pleasure. Um, yeah, of course. Because we, like, when me, mom, and dad, like, heard that you wanted to bring Ben, we're like, what? Like, thinking about it, like, this is crazy. Like, no way. Um, and then, you know, obviously we knew there was going to be story after story from Ben coming back and, and, and what it was going to be like. But to have the chance to do that, I think Ben is kind of in this, like, cloud nine state where he, like, is used to these big events. But us as his family, we're always so thankful for, you know, the opportunities that Ben has to do things like this. Um, then that's how I get speaking gigs. Um, but also just, it was a super fun event. They got to participate in, um, out of the kindness of their heart, which is amazing. Yeah. So thank you for letting him do that. And then I have a Christmas card for you guys. I wrote a really long note. What's crazy is we're in the last four minutes, which is wild to think it's been an hour. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but what I like to do for the last couple of minutes is just leave the floor open to you guys. So I know you said you have something interesting to say, so I'll, I'll leave it for you. Coming back on the flight, before we, we, we got on the plane, and before we did, we're standing in line, and uh, this 
lady gets on the plane or gets up, gets her ticket. Mm-hmm. And she's got two backpacks on her, and two children toddle on the plane with mm-hmm. her. And then an elderly gentleman, uh, and he's helping this young boy get on, uh, go through the ticket and walk down the mm. the, 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 the jetway. And then another gentleman gets on, and he's got a teenager in tow, and they get on. Well, so then we get on. And as it turns out, when we got on the plane, the two children were in the right or walking down the aisle with my back to the front of the plane. They were to first two seats on the left. And then it was uh, the mother and her mother-in-law, I believe it was. But on the left, or the, the left side of the plane, my right, walking away from the cockpit, there was this elderly gentleman and this child and this young boy. And then there was, uh, Ben was behind them. And then there was somebody behind Ben. And then we were behind the mother and the mother-in-law. No, we were in front of mom and grandma. You're right. So we were sitting there and mom's making sure everybody's got their bag of goodies and Mm. their water bottles and, and she's talking to the kids. And I said, look, why don't you just switch seats with us? And you can sit here and we'll sit, we'll just change seats. And she was like, really? And I said, yeah, that way you can be right with, with your kids in front of you. So we switched seats real quick when we had to break it in highway. And with that, she's talking to this young boy and what turned out to be her father-in-law. And Ben said, excuse me, he said, that's your son? And she goes, yes. And he goes, and he points to his badge that he wears. And he says, I'm autistic. And I recognize him. He is too. Mm, it was amazing. It was an amazing flight all the way back because we ended up switching seats with her husband and her teenage wow. daughter. They moved up so all of them could sit together. Wow. Which was great. And I've done that before with plenty of other times. But scarring. Sorry, I'm just in <laughs> tears. Here's so my friend on Facebook. It, yeah. It was absolutely amazing to sit there and listen to Ben. And I'm, I have little earbuds in, and I'm watching a show. And then I take one out, and I, I would sit there and I'm just watching what Ben and this mother talk, and the things he told her. Mm. And she was making notes, and and they were exchanging. He said, "This is my last book. I had her all week with me. Mm. I want you to have it." And wow. of course, I yell. I want wow. to autograph it, Ben. Yeah. And you did. But it, it was just amazing to see the connection he made. And, mm. and I texted mom. Mom was like, oh my gosh. And wow. it, it was yeah. just amazing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Probably, probably the most. <laughs> I have tears on race typical. <laughs> oh. it, it, will be, it, it will be one of the top yeah. memorable fl- flights that I've wow. ever taken. Oh my gosh. Wow. It was so. just so sweet because. Um, Ben, remind me, her name's Ashley. Yes. So Ashley was, you could see, she was just overwhelmed. She mm. had four children, right. her in-laws, her husband, mm. and then her son. Who her has, Dylan. Uh, I think it was Dylan. Brayden. 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 Brayden, Brayden her son Brayden. Autism. Brayden has autism. And Brayden. you could just see how overwhelmed she was in this flight, trying, mm. like Tom was oh, saying, trying just, to make everybody comfortable. Yeah. I couldn't stop crying either. And yeah. the, But the two of them, that connection that they made, Mm. and 
then, you know, when Tom and I offered to switch seats the first time and then the second time yeah. so their family could be together, she just lost it because, mm. again, I'm sure as your parents know, sometimes you just get to that point yeah. and that breaking point and the smallest gesture of, yeah, yeah we're, it's a plane. We're all going to the same place. Right. We're going to get there together. Right. You, you might guys get there ahead should, of us in the front row. Yeah, by yeah, five right. feet. Yeah. Um, you guys should sit together. Mm. And so she it was a God thing. was yeah. so Amazing. thankful. And then the fact that you know, that landed her with Ben. Cause when we did say yeah. switching, we said, listen, you can have these seats, but you have to be prepared. Yeah. Ben's going <laughs> to talk your ear off the whole flight. And sure. I did not put my headphones in once. No, <laughs> nope. And two hours. they had a great conversation. Yeah. And I told your mom, wow. a lunch date has got to be in your yeah. future for with all right. of you. Cause, but it was so sweet. Cause they are local. They're, they're, they're in, in they're Warrington. Warminster. Oh wow. Yeah. Warrington or Warminster. Warrington. They're like right down the street. That's amazing. So it yeah. was pretty, pretty amazing. I actually reached out to American about that story yeah that's american airlines i'm writing an email <laughs> but no uh, that's amazing and i actually hadn't heard that story um and that happens all the time where ben you know the, there's times we forget stories or i mean he doesn't know what he's told me and hasn't told me um but that's amazing i love that so much yeah it was really special and it yeah. was just to cap the week off of mm. watching ben and spending time with him it was amazing and yeah it was really neat to see yeah yeah um it's crazy. It's 7.02 or 8.02 and the hour is gone. Um, real quick, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you guys. Um, this really is the best show we ever had all year. Um, our Real quick, our next show is the 24th. 24th. And we have a big announcement. Uh, yeah. Dr. Temple Grandin's going to be on our show. Yeah. I actually. Wow. Really? Yeah. So I actually, um, <laughs> so funny story. I'm at the hotel last night. Uh -huh. We spend the night because we were speaking at a school and I'm like, I need a guest for January. So I whipped out my phone. I said, I'm going to call Temple Grandin. I have her phone number. Uh -huh. So I met her on movie chat. I called her and she said, hello. And I said, is this Temple Grandin? And she goes, yes, it is. I said, Temple, this is Ben Hartree. If we met you on movie chat. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you. And I said, Temple, I'd love to have you on my show. Is there any way you can come in January? And she goes, well, I'd rather do December. And I'm like, <laughs> Temple, I, I, I don't know if I could do December. And then I said, what works for you? I said, Tuesdays are better. And she goes, can we do the 24th? And I'm like, uh, okay, let's do the 24th. So she's uh -huh. really coming on the show. She's, she's going to be here live. Um, not live in yeah, the studio. We're going to do a Zoom. Yeah. We're going to do a live Zoom. Um, so tell your friends, tell your family members, and mm -hmm. um, I'll make sure we spread the whole world out. Yeah, so I was very shocked about that, but very exciting. That's very cool. That's yeah. very cool. I can't she, wait to tune she's in. She's an yes. amazing woman. Yes. Yeah, she is. Um, but yeah, so thank you everybody for, for watching. Merry um, Christmas and on the 24th. Happy New Year. And we will see you in the New Year. And don't forget about Price is Right, January. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ben will be able to talk about it next episode. So maybe at the end we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah. Um, but thank you again, everybody. And uh, thank Good you night. guys for being here. We really appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you. Thank you.